0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
2: to make the switch today. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk, too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com.
3: Salikata back on the fan going till five a.m. the warm up show. Oh wait, it's not uh, Jerry, right? I was going to say with Al and Jerry, it's got to be CeeLo today because Jerry is in. Where are they playing? Do we have Chicago? Oh, Chicago. Jerry's in Chicago. Oh man, that's right. The big game Rutgers and Michigan at noon, and the Big Ten tournament. So anyway, it's got to be Al and CeeLo today for the warm up show. We'll take your calls the rest of the way. Been a fun show so far. Had Sean King on earlier. Talked to JJ John Jasremski a little bit. About Bayheim and some college hoops as well. You can check anything out that you might have missed on the free Odyssey app. 877 337 6666.
4: Lewis is calling from Somerset. Louis? Child, what's going on, my brother?
3: How are you, Louis? Good
4: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good morning, my brother. So, child, um right before, I believe it was the Giant, uh, I don't remember what it was, but we spoke about over-under for what Daniel Jones was going to get. And, you know, you remember you said 35. I said it was going to be over 35. I thought it was going to be about 38. Um, But I want to call myself out first on this one because what what bothers me is that when I hear us fans calling and saying, well, this play is not worth this and this play is not worth that, who are we to say what that person feels as though that they're worth? Now, what I remember saying was that the season that he had didn't warrant a $45 million contract when I first heard that that's what he was looking for. But the problem is this. Daniel Jones is a product of the market. This is what the market. Five years ago, Daniel Jones doesn't get $40 million a year. But we are in 2023. This was what it was negotiated. So this is what happened. And, and and so my question to all of these Giants fans that are calling and saying that they overpaid and stuff like that: Well, if we didn't get Daniel Jones, who would we have gotten?
3: Well, that's why I'm not. That's why I'm not calling it an overpay. I don't think the issue is the contract. I just think it's that when you compare Daniel Jones to the other quarterbacks who are making similar money, uh, he's not on that level yet.
4: That's the I get problem. You. I get I get you. Now let me ask you a question, Sal. You take you take all you do is remove the quarterbacks. You take Daniel Jones and you put him on that Cowboys team. Does he go further than what Dak went?
3: I don't I don't no, I don't I don't think so. The the other issue that you have, Lewis, is you gotta remember, we've watched Daniel Jones for four years, right? Yep. Okay. Three of them weren't any good. I mean his first year rookie year with Shermer He threw for a lot of touchdowns, but he was a turnover machine. So three of his four years, he wasn't very good for one reason or another. So all I know is the success that I've seen Daniel Jones have with Brian Dable. Therefore, if I see him anywhere other than without Brian Dable, I don't know what the hell he's going to be, and I can't trust him.
4: Now, the thing is this, Sal. It's tough. To have three different offensive coordinators in four years. That's tough. It's tough to so I I get it. And the same thing how Daniel Jones was, you know, he 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 was he was recruited late um coming out of high school. I mean, the only school that really gave him a scholarship was Duke. You know, he was just a late bloomer. Now, how about if if Dable is teaching him not only how to just how to just be a better quarterback, that if it just so happens that he wasn't with David Lennon. He has learned how to be. The coaches that he's had and the offensive coordinators that he had, they haven't taught him how to be a winner. He's finally learned, learning because he hasn't learned. He's learning how to be a winner. So, now, this season is going to tell us a lot. Now, what I do like about the contract is that, you know, the Giants did protect themselves. So, two years, if it's not working with them, you know,
3: they could get out of that, um, right? So but, even that, even that plays to the point that we still don't know what he is. It, it, I wanted to call you yesterday because that's what I, my point was going to be. That which was the Giants
4: making that contract. I don't even think that they feel as though that they are hundred percent in on Jones. It's just that was just a circumstance and they had to do something because they have to have they have to come in with a quarterback. Going in in this year, it was their guy because you know he, he produced. But you see, he they, they two years just in case. So I don't even think that the Giants brass this brass is a hundred percent in on Jones because if they were, then they wouldn't have they would not be getting out of it after two years.
3: Right, and maybe it could have been a, maybe could have been a longer term deal as well than just four years if it's somebody you are he's log- still young; he's only twenty five. Right. Right.
4: Absolutely, out, hey, man. You have a good night, my brother. Thank always you. Love to you. And th- thanks for taking my call. No, oh,
3: thank you, Louie. Appreciate you checking in, as always. That's the maybe biggest telltale sign. The idea that the Giants built the contract that they could get out of after two years tells you all you need to know about what we've seen from Daniel Jones. Doesn't mean he won't be great moving forward. It means right now we still don't know. It's almost like you have to throw out his first 3 years. Whether it's for you know him being young, uh, the coaches, the coordinators, it doesn't matter, but you just throw out the first 3 years. And you're going off of last year was year 1. And the the problem is that it's fine to evaluate starting from scratch after, you know, or before last year. Okay, last year's year one, fine. But you have to pay him after that year. That's the issue. Not that he's not worth it, not that it's a horrible contract, but you're still evaluating him, and you had to pay him as if you're not. You're paying him as if he's definitively your guy. Jim and Haverstraw, what's up, Jim?
1: Well, what up, buttercup? How are you
3: doing? How are you, Jim? Is it Haverstraw or Haverstraw? I get it wrong, I think, every day.
1: You do. It's Haverstraw.
3: Haverstraw. Okay, this time I did get it right.
1: Yeah, you, you usually do the Haverstraw.
3: All right, all right. Haverstraw. I'll try to remember that, but I'll probably forget tomorrow. <laughs> you're good, bud.
1: So, uh, listen, the Daniel Jones, I, you're kind of spot on with everything. Um, you know, you can go to the tapes with me. I've been on him since day one. I've, I've loved him since day one, right? He was... He was done a disservice with the, you know, all the, you know, the coaches going mm-hmm. in and out, you know, no offensive line, right? You get a, a head coach who's quarterback sneaking on the four-yard line to get room for punting, right? It's a disaster, All right. All right.
2: <laughs>
1: right? So you get Dabo come in, right? He calls them out. A lot of people, it, it, it kind of messed up this past year because the, game one, it's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're evaluating. And then by game like six, We already got the over on the Vegas line of games one, right? So it kind of went from, like, this evaluation period to, holy cow, we got to get receivers in here. You know, what are we doing? So the the contract comes now, right? They don't pick up uh, the the year five option, right? And it's it's almost like this perfect storm where, again, you're right. Like, you you just have to pay now, and then the market comes into play, right? right? So, you know, who are you basing off? Deshaun Watson, right? What is the equation? You you do this, you do that, you put in a couple of uh, sexual misconducts and he gets a billion dollars.
3: Well that was just so, that's the Browns screwing everybody over. I exactly. mean there was there were a lot of teams in on Deshaun Watson, only one would go to the lengths that Cleveland did.
1: Exactly. And that's, you know, the difference between the, the union and the management. That's all on, you know, the, the, the management, the, the owners. And, right? and by they, the way, it's
3: not about collusion, Jim, or trying to hold anybody no. back. It's about, you can't, it's a stupid
1: contract. Absolutely. Well, that's, it's, it's, it's creating a comp, right? So, I mean, if I, I look at, uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, I put Daniel Jones up to Kyler Murray. They came in the same year. Murray was one, uh, J- Daniel Jones was six, right? And if you look at their, their stats, they're not that far off, right? Um, yardage, uh, the touchdowns, all that stuff. And you, and you look at the numbers. But, you know, uh, Sal, what I hate is I hear all these people who base everything on the stats but don't really know the substance of it. So I'll give you two scenarios, right? You, the, the Giants go for and out, right? They punt. They pin the other team uh, mm-hmm. inside the five, right? First play, the end, Thibodeau comes around the corner, sacks quarterback, he fumbles around the three-yard line, right? David Jones throws a three-yard pass, bumps it in, right? That's a passing touchdown. The next time he goes out there at the 50-yard line, he uh, fakes the pitch, the Saquon, he makes it around the other side, and he runs 50 yards for a running touchdown. Now, you do that ten times each side, and the, the, the people who are like, oh, man, see, he's got more throwing touchdowns than rushes. Rushes don't mean anything. It's like, yeah, but, man, you don't know how those touches touchdowns came about. You don't know what their game plan was. I mean, it was just like what you were saying before with Marco with the running, and I agree with you guys. You Well, uh, you cannot take out the running plays. We don't really know, you know, during the year. And you kind of have to, would have to uh, ask the coach because some of the uh, running plays, Look like they were broken plays, but they're not, right? This guy needs to learn how to slide and get down. You cannot take the running game away from this guy. Man. No, this but you have hard.
3: to You have to have a balance, though, Jim. You can't sure. run him into
1: the ground. Well, well you, you can run him into the ground. No, he's going to get hurt. Like, you can't do that. You, no, but you he's got to learn how to not get hurt. You look at Patrick Mahomes, right? He runs 12, 13, 14 yards. He's out of bounds, you know, dancing on the sideline. Daniel Jones is staying right. In, but the difference,
3: joke. the difference is Mahomes scrambles. Doesn't he's not design run. Scrambling is much safer than these design runs where you're turning your quarterback into a running back.
1: So, so you're you're right. But all I'm saying is, but getting out of bounds. I don't care if it's a scramble or not. Daniel Jones is, and it's, you know, you're young. You're, you're full of the, the team vinegar, right? You, you want to show your team. You want to put your head down. You know, you want to do all that stuff. So whether it's a scramble or a design, all I'm saying is, I, I watch some some of these plays, man, where I'm like cringing, and I'm like, no, man, like this the, the contract, right, and, and this is what we're doing. This is evaluation. We're getting Saquon back. We're pretty much getting the team back. And what you guys were saying before, it's kind of funny because I was going to call up and I was going to say, his floor and his ceiling aren't defined. Like, I, it's, it's like uh, you're in a house of mirrors, right? It's the ceiling is floor, His floor is the ceiling. And, and this is what we're going on. But, you know, I would have to say, looking at him, his temperament, knowing comes from the Eli Manning side, all, you know, the camp, all this stuff. And it's, it's, it's a good risk right now for what they're in. And I'm excited, man.
3: Agreed. I don't know if I would say I'm excited, Jim, but I can understand why you are. And thank you for the call. Appreciate taking the time to call. Uh, it's a good risk. It was a move that they had to make. It's a no-brainer. But we're still evaluating Daniel Jones. If Joe Shane himself or if we sit here and say, well, there's," we don't know what the ceiling is yet on Daniel Jones, that's a good thing, but it also could be a, I don't know about bad thing, but it's also, there's a question mark there still. By year five, going into year five, you hope to have those questions answered. And we don't. For a litany of reasons. But there's room to grow. That's all. That's all we're saying. There's room to grow. And for the Giants to have success, the success that they want to have and the fans want them to have, he's going to have to grow. But it's not like, oh, yeah, DJ, he's the guy. He's the man. Danny Dimes, he's our man. It's not like we're definitively sold on what Daniel Jones is as a quarterback. The Giants themselves are not. We don't know yet. The good news is that there's room to grow. We don't know what the ceiling is. He hasn't reached his ceiling yet. Bad news is it's been four years.
2: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
3: The ball
5: game is over, and Shea Stadium will close its doors for the
2: final time this afternoon. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
3: Sal, kind of back on the fan. Hearing Howie in that promo, two things come to mind. Uh, number one, what a depressing freaking day that was! Shea Stadium will close its doors for the final time. Really? Like this? No! A oh, horrible ending. Why don't we get to play that and remind me of how bad that was in 2008? The other thing, I think of the promotional schedule that the match released, uh, I guess, yesterday. And there will be a Howie Rose bobblehead on the schedule. I'm a sucker for the bobbleheads, although at this point, I'm kind of over it. Especially if it's a... Like, the they have a Lindor one that grows... Grass? I don't know. If, wait, does it grow grass or is he growing his hair? I don't know. It's some kind of like chia pet thing for Lindor. It looks pretty cool, but like I don't know. I like the old stuff. Anything eighty six or you know ninety nine two thousand. I guess that I get nostalgic about those things. I would be interested in, but it's pretty cool. They have an Edwin Diaz bobblehead. Eh, that's cool. But the Howie Rose one, and I believe it's going to say "Put it in the books." And I say that because there's a stack of books next to Howie. Uh, in this bobblehead. They say it's going to be a talking one, like the ones that we have with John and Susan. That would be the, the one thing that I would
6: care about. The Howie. And we're the sponsor for that. It's presented by Odyssey. Really? The Howie one? That's what it said on the Mets tweet with the graphic.
3: I didn't know that.
6: So you should be able to ask somebody for that. Oh. Now, wow. I'll be there that day. I'll just make sure. It's a Wednesday in May. I'll just make sure that I'm at that game before I come here. I love the weekday ones because I always get to the weekday games like really early, like five fifteen, five thirty, with my dad, and we just hang out. So we're always going to be among the first fifteen thousand fans on a weeknight.
3: Is it normal to have weeknight promotions? No, the Mets
6: haven't done this in forever.
3: Right. So I remember as a kid, this—I'm pretty sure I remember as a kid this used to be a thing. There would be promotions
6: any night, like it could oh, be I Tuesday. I was so night. pumped when night. I saw this today because because coming here, I go to more weekday games than I do weekends. And then just seeing that most of these are going to be on the weeknights, like the Howie won most of the ones I want, I was so thrilled so, when I saw this earlier. So
3: let me ask you something, because to me it seems like common sense, right? The bobbleheads could be a draw. We've seen them become draws or be draws in recent years. Promotions in general, promotional
6: giveaways in general could be a draw. Why wouldn't the Mets have done this on weeknights? I just chalk everything up with the Mets too. The Wilpons did it. The Wilpons are idiots. And now the more and more that we have Steve Cohen kind of auditing what the franchise is doing, he's changing it back to the way that what, the, the way that makes more sense. What could be the? There's got to be a because way- the Mets were so bad for so long. It's like, well, if we're gonna try to get people here, let's get them here on the weekends, maybe when people aren't working, and just take this as our one shot to. We have nine appealing – You know, in 2013, 2012, all these years the Mets were terrible. Well, how many draws do we have? We have the – whatever it is, 15 promotions plus opening day in the Subway Series. Maybe let's try to maximize the weekends. I don't know. I, 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 That's the most logical reason I can think of that they figured let's just move all these to the weekends. They have got some cool – I
3: dying. want a lot
6: of these. I want the the, the Marte, Black Panther bobblehead. The Mr. Met is Indiana Jones. Yeah, the Ghost 4 glow-in-the-dark Senga. ball. Go- yeah, how cool, cool is that? The Buck Windbreaker. 100%
3: the, the basketball Buck
6: jersey. Win- the football jersey. I don't want the H- soccer one. Hockey, Hockey.
3: jersey. I, they are doing some cool promotional giveaways. This is the first time.
6: Oh, the Alonzo sunglasses, then the Scherzer two-tone sunglasses. The Scherzer
3: one, definitely got to get those.
6: Whatever the ca- cross-body bag is, all right. I got to wear them on TV, those Scherzer ones. The... The, oh the is, Diaz bobblehead yeah, that's going to play the narco song. Oh it's actually playing well, it the song. It says trumpet
3: bobblehead so I thought he's just standing there with the trumpet but I don't know if it's playing the song.
6: Uh, I hope it would play the song. Well,
3: either way, I definitely want to have put it this way. There are times, you know, Yankee fan, FM whatever you get excited about the promotional schedule, but this one for whatever reason hit me differently. It it hit me the way that they used to when I was a kid. And that might be because there's so many of them and there's different
6: Actual, like, cool ones and weeknights. It's not just even like- on the weekends. Like, I wasn't planning on going the first weekend of the year, I was going to go opening day, not go Saturday or Sunday. Now, that Saturday, they're giving away a replica of City Field. I want that. So, it's not on opening day, no, it's the second home. You
3: game. know, what used to be my favorite in my peak fandom going to games the magnetic schedule from about 96. Yeah, they on. don't
6: do that. And, uh, sometimes. They now do it at the end of the previous season because, remember, now we get the schedule in August. Right. There have been years where they'll give away next year's schedule at a September game, but you're right. They should do that the entire opening series.
3: Yeah, why wouldn't you? an Opening day, that was the best. I have all those somewhere. I don't know where the hell they are. I had them on uh, one of my uh, refrigerators. and then You yeah. know how many
6: of those we still have around here, the newsroom, people's offices? Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, right. They, that's right. I, um well, I don't have an office. But, yeah, I had the, all those. I used to collect them all. I'd say from, like, 95 till about, hmm, maybe 2008, in fact. Maybe 2009, even. Whenever they stopped giving it. At, at some point, I think they stopped. But I used to love going to opening day and getting that opening day magnetic schedule, come home, slap that thing right on the fridge. Here My favorite
6: go. as a kid was, well, two, cap day where you got a hat. Right. Either they would just give you one. And now they would never great hats, but they would give you one or you can trade in an older one for a newer one, and then the day they gave out the team pack of baseball cards. Even though I would already have them, just getting one that was all Mets cards, I love that.
3: Boy, giveaways at a ballpark, it's its so cool. I, I, get, I don't want to do it from an adult perspective, like an adult collector. I know people go nuts with the bobbleheads like we were saying before, and I've done that, whether you're going to, I remember going to Kansas City to see the Yankees and Royals a few years back, Brett, uh, the George Brett bobblehead. Like, I, so I liked those things, but from a kid's perspective, whatever it may be, the, the Alonzo sunglasses, the Kodai Senga ghost forkball, those It's so cool when you go to, I remember as a little kid going to a, you know, a Carvel uh, giveaway baseball game, whatever it may be just to have, I don't know. It was, Did you it was get fun. the
6: DeGrom or Syndergaard hat hair. Even I those go. were fun a couple of years ago because everybody was wearing them.
3: I didn't go to those, but I had them. That was down when I was uh, I was down in the minors at OR, and they gave me those. So I got uh, I used to get the hookup with some of the giveaways. So
6: I have both the Card and Degrom uh, hat hair. Yeah, those are cool too. For years, they would give away replica jerseys of players, which obviously right. weren't as good as the regular ones. But when you compare them for free to the hundred twenty, hundred fifty dollars for the replicas they were selling in the team store. They were worth it that way. I like the idea that they're doing
3: basketball, football, hockey jersey. I think that's a cool idea. I, only- want, I
6: want bobbleheads of, or something of all the guys who are being inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame. Like Howie's on here. I guess Gary they did last year. See, a Hojo bobblehead, I'd be in on that because that's my wheelhouse. 86. 100% I'd be in on that.
3: Who else is getting inducted? I forget. It's Hojo. Al Lighter. Oh, yeah, Al. Sit him down, Al. I would get a Leiter bobblehead, too. Another wheelhouse guy. The only complaint that I have, and we'll get back to your calls in a second here, but let me just enjoy this for the moment, please. 877-337-6666. The only issue that I have, I hate when they make it 15000 It gives people anxiety. I don't want that stress. I don't want the big lines outside and having to worry about that. It should just be if you buy a ticket, you get the item. Now, the weeknight could throw the wrench in that because you're not going to expect you know, 30,000 or whatever. What, what's the capacity at City Field? 40-something? Yeah, with the standing room only, they go just over 40. Okay, just over 40. All right, but the point is you wouldn't expect that on a Tuesday night for a Howie Rose bobblehead. On the weekends, it could get crazy. But I still don't like the limitations of it. Do at least like 25,000 or whatever you, you expect to sell. If you get to the ballpark in the third inning and you miss out, you're screwed. That's it should be, you. If
6: you're there before the first pitch, you should get whatever the giveaway but is.
3: But they're doing it because they don't know how many they're going to sell. So we figure all right, we're safe with 15,000. Well, and also
6: cuz the sponsors don't want to pay for right, making that many.
3: Yeah, you don't want to be stuck with 30, you know, 15,000 extra Howie Rose bobbleheads.
6: You know what I love that they did for a few years and I wish they would bring back free shirt Fridays. Uh, I had so many. I still have so many of those originally. Right, the years. And what do you do with those? I wear them to sleep. I wear. I I mean, sometimes if they were really good design, I would just wear them here. Wear them wherever. Some of them were really nice.
3: Yeah, I never got into the t shirt thing. Even like if you get a t shirt at the game, people go nuts. You could be at the garden. You could be in a ballpark. T shirts. People they're shooting them out of a a cannon. Like nobody's ever had a t shirt before. You got adults knocking kids over trying to reach over the barrier to get this t shirt. Then you open it up as a triple XL. You can't wear it anyway. It's a sponsored shirt. It's like, come on, it's uncomfortable. You wash it, it shrinks. It's not even 100% cotton. I don't know. I just never liked the free shirt giveaway. That's, that's just me, though. But I do think they have excellent... They have the Yankees. Do they have a promotional schedule? I don't
6: I, know if they've released theirs for this year's yet, but they do giveaways, too.
3: I will say... Well, they,
6: I, they're the ones that the Yankees always do that are so popular are like the Star Wars bobblehead nights.
3: You'll like this one. We'll end this conversation on this and then get back to the calls. The... Because I was trying to plan a trip. My wife has family in, I believe, Dallas. So, naturally, being the great husband that I am, I said, hey, honey, you know what would be a great idea? Let's go visit your family in Dallas. And I, of course, looked at the schedule and wanted to map out a Rangers and Astros trip because I haven't been to either of those ballparks. So, not only am I a great husband, I'm also trying to check the box on Texas and Houston. The Monday... That the Mets play in Houston. I want to say it's Father's Day weekend, June 19th. If you go to, now that's, that's, Mets are in Houston that June 19th. If you go in Friday to Texas, I believe that Friday night is Jacob DeGrom bobblehead night. And I started to envision, all right, let's see if we can get down there that Friday.
6: Maybe I could do a little video of me
3: smashing that bobblehead. You know it's going to be Friday. Create
6: content for digital. There exactly. you go. And I'm looking at it now. The Yankees promotional schedule for this year is awesome.
3: What do we got? Give me some so of the first highlights. of all,
6: this is going to bother you because we just talked about it. The Mets don't have it. Opening weekend, not opening day, magnetic but the rest schedule. It says calendar weekend, which I'm going to guess is a magnetic schedule. And I don't think is it really just going to be a calendar for the whole year. In April and already January, February, and March are gone. Oh. I would think this means a Yankee, like a season yeah, calendar. Yeah, Yankee
3: season calendar. Oh man, I miss. After the that, cover. they
6: have in order: Tino bobblehead night, Good Star one. Wars night, Anthony Rizzo as the Mandalorian, a Yankee short sleeve hoodie night, beach towel, a Marvel superhero night, Derek Jeter, Captain America, which is ridiculous because David, David writes right. Captain yeah, America. They, Can we have our one thing?
3: I don't like the, no. The my fans can't. I don't like the mashup bobbles personally. That's All right, well,
6: you nice. have a couple of regular ones coming. Uh, collectible cup day severino bobblehead nestor cortez bobblehead military appreciation a yankees camel cap uh Oris bear mug day cap night bucky dent bobblehead that's a cool one baseball card pack day t-shirt day mlb network cap i think the mets are giving away one of those two lightweight hoodie night and that's it for the giveaway do they have any weeknights yeah, a bunch of them. Okay. All right, so there you go. I think the Yankees have been doing the weeknights for years.
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I just have no idea why the Mets wouldn't do it. Uh, that was fun. 877-337-6666. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Stewart?
7: Oh, uh, all those giveaways. <clears throat> I was on. I was at Banner Day in 1967 on the field with the banner, and they were playing the cards. And? That my banner said the Mets are aces when playing cards. <laughs> Dude, that's a great one. I love that.
8: Uh-huh. Did
3: you win?
7: Um, no. Okay. Somebody else won, but that was cool. It was nice being on the field. You know.
3: Who came up with that one? Did you come up with that on your own? Me.
7: Hey, you honest. think? Okay. I don't uh, know. Of course, of course. And uh, <laughs> it was. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: My. <laughs> I know. Bob Hustle used to tell me. About, uh, Bob Hustle used to tell me about Banner Day all the time. I, it was not a thing when I was growing up. Uh, it was, I guess, phased out. I forward
7: that. to that at the end of August. Yeah. I mean, it was really nice every year. And then they stopped doing it because, you know, I don't know why. <clears throat> and another time I remember, <clears throat> eight Rose back. Eight rows back behind home plate, July 9th, 1969. What happened? July 9th, 1969. No, I want to hear
3: you say it. What happened?
7: Mom, the, the franchise pitched the near-perfect game, and yeah. some guy named, whatever it was, Jimmy Qualls, who we never heard of again, got a, they shit to left center field. And mm-hmm. that, oh, give me a break.
3: I remember it well. I, I was there. Yeah, so was I, I actually. I remember it very
7: well. I was in, I was in the
3: Lowe's. Where were you sitting?
7: <laughs> Behind the plate, eight rows back.
3: Wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. You just told me that. Sorry. I was actually looking up. I'm lying. I was just filling time there, and I was not at that game. In fact, I wasn't even born Uh, I was looking at the promotional schedule. Ooh! So the game that we were maybe thinking about going to which one? The uh, August 11th, the Met game. That's a fireworks night. Oof! Oh, I don't know if I got stuff going on. I don't know if this is going to happen or not. But boy, that is fireworks night against Atlanta
7: Friday night. That'd be good, right? We blow them away. Yeah, we blow them away. Oh, you want to talk about fireworks? Yeah. On uh, July 4th, 1971, I was in, living in Glen Oaks, Queens. Yeah. Me and the boys got together. We got a big, giant barrel. A real big barrel. And we filled it up with fireworks. I think that's illegal. We filled, we didn't get a damn. What do you think? We cared?
3: I mean, you don't obey I, the law?
7: No. What, are you serious? Yes, I Let's am. Why's Gabrielle? We filled it up with fireworks. We started the fireworks at seven o'clock in the evening, and it didn't. It went all the way to three o'clock the next morning.
3: And this would, of course, be nothing in compared to what you would do later in life. Oh.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but That was awesome. That was awesome. I should have gone for hours and hours. Did you, we were, you you shot we, them off yourself? The fireworks? Oh, no, the boy. We did, we had a whole bunch of guys doing it. Yeah,
3: I wouldn't touch oh. those things. I've no, always been afraid we, of fireworks. It, what? I've always been afraid of fireworks. I've never shot one we off my own. We
7: had M-80s. We had uh, launchers. We had things that launched in the air. We had M-80s. Oh, the M-80s were crazy, man. They blew everybody away. Yeah, well, I know. They're, they're, they're out, dangerous. Man, like, what? They're dangerous. Dude, we got done. Nobody cared. Yeah, I mean. I did not care.
3: Well, I guess so. And you live to tell about it. You have all the limbs intact?
7: Yeah, everything's intact. Okay. Everything? Everything what? Everything? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Always funny, Daniel. But Daniel Jones—you've heard
3: some of the commercials. You need help?
7: Oh uh, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah, okay. But uh, Daniel Jones, you know why he hasn't developed? Why? Simple fact is, how many uh, how many coaches and offensive coordinators has he had in in, the, in three or four years? All
3: right. So now Brian Dable is here. He's got his one coach. He's been. Uh, he was very good with Dable, and now. The hope is that he can take a, another step or two, and he's going to have to, but he's going to have to do it. He
7: can. I think he has the ability sharp, and they needed the right coach and the right coordinators around him, and he needs weapons, of course, but they can address that. Yeah. And the fact that they did sign the team-friendly contract, basically, because they made it so where the, the, uh, the uh, cap hit this year is like $19 million and uh, now they can retain Saquon on the franchise tag and they can re- improve the team.
3: Correct. And they're in a better they're in a, a they're in the best case scenario spot uh, considering what could have happened if Jones would have held out then they had to put the franchise tag on him they would have lost Saquon. Then they would have lost Saquon. Yeah, so they bring Saquon back who's just as important to that offense as Jones. I know he doesn't play the important position. But he's just as important to Jones in that offense. Barkley is a difference maker for him. And of now course. they have some wiggle room to be able to operate and bring some players in.
7: Right. And I'm glad they got rid of Gallagher because that was a joke. Well, that of was course. was a total I mean, bust.
3: Yeah.
7: I mean, he didn't. What did he do for the team? Nothing. But, but let's say this much. We can not get him in, but there were a couple of players that he brought in when that turned out to be good. But basically, he was a train wreck. And all I saw on the uh, sports TV. Oh, the Giants and Dave Gilmour all the time saying the Giants and Dave Gellman. What, what what was that all about? He was nothing. The man did nothing except leave them in cap hell and they have a long way to go. Before well, he, he did draft,
3: draft. He did draft Daniel Jones.
7: Yeah, and he's also drafted Juan Barkley.
3: Yeah, but that's a stupid pick to me. So that I'm was gonna... a dumb pick because they could
7: have gotten it. they could have gotten a running back at uh, in the second round. Yeah,
3: and now they couldn't have gotten Barkley. I get that, but are you just in their spot, they should never take a running back.
7: No, never number two that high.
3: Yeah, but Jones. I mean, you got to give Gettleman some credit and thank you for the call, Stuart. Good to catch up with you. You got to give uh, Gettleman some credit for uh, drafting Daniel Jones. Gettleman's arrogance. It wasn't the worst thing that he did here. Obviously, there's a lot that he did wrong. But it was, that to me was the the most unappealing thing about him. His arrogance. He just thought he was a gift from the gods for the Giants. And even now, after their success last year, you know, we saw it, he was taking bounds. Not literally, although I wouldn't be surprised. He might have, in fact, literally been taking bows. But last year, doing interviews afterward, oh, this is why I like these guys. Like, he's sitting back, see, I told you so. No, you didn't. You were awful. Somebody's got to let him know. Talk about self-awareness. I mean, the guy lacks
9: uh, self-awareness. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
3: Got it back on the fan. You don't need to find a pot of gold to strike it rich this March. Instead, win money on your tournament wagers with Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best team of odds makers in the business, so they're the safe bet when it comes to sports gambling. You have a direct line to their experienced staff behind the counter in Las Vegas. They also have one of the most extensive betting menus around, so no matter what you want to wager on come tournament time, Superbook is sure to have it. Download the Superbook app and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports Talk problem? Call 877-337-6666. You know, I was just looking at Superbook actually, trying to see what the Rutgers line was. And because I love Rutgers today over Michigan, I really think Rutgers is going to, you know, everybody's picking Michigan. I, look, I'm not pretending to know anything about it. I know a little about it, and I know enough to go against the public. Everybody's just like, oh, Michigan, Rutgers been bad. Rutgers been bad. Watch Rutgers' defense. Watch Pikel I am betting on them. However, I went to the Superbook app, and I didn't realize that the game is not up, and it's probably not because you can't bet college in, or, or you can't bet on Rutgers in Jersey. Right? Fleas, do you know if that's a thing? You cannot bet on Ruckers in Jersey? Correct. Okay, so that's why the line's not up. I couldn't find it.
6: But you should be, I, because I will bet Ruckers from here. Right, I'm using Superbook, which is only in Jersey. Uh, Okay, I'll use another app. If I ever want to bet Ruckers or against them, I do it while I'm here. Oh, okay, right.
3: So you can do it, you can bet, but that makes sense. You can't bet on them in uh, in Jersey. Anyway, I didn't really uh, know that because I don't bet college a lot, but I was just looking to do it. Uh if you find yourself uh, able uh, to go wager, bet on Rutgers today. I feel good about it. But don't hold me to it. Remember, I did predict the Mets would win the NL East. 877-337-6666. Chris is calling from Beacon. Good morning, Chris.
8: Oh, Danny boy, the
3: pipes the pipes
8: are calling. You know that song? No. I don't know. It was actually I don't know what song it is, but I know I heard it in a movie. What movie? I don't know. I heard that somebody referenced that movie. Oh. What
3: movie was that? No idea.
8: I don't know. I could do the uh, Adam Sandler one with uh, what movie was that with that guy when he, Dolph was in there. He goes, Piano Dan. He's calling Piano Dan. I, I don't, don't know. E- I don't even remember. I don't know either. All right. So it's good to follow Stewart. I love when he talks sports. He,
3: Stewart is funny. I love He's him.
8: the best. Hey Stuart, I know you're listening. I'm gonna make sure I make that re connection for you. I got a Cardi B girl too for him. So,
3: well, hold yeah. on a second.
8: Cardi B and Riri girls. What's going on here? My wife's got a lot. She got a lot of hot friends, man. I told you this already. So. You know
3: I'm yeah. uh, I'm newly divorced, actually. You got divorced? Yeah, I'm newly divorced. You being serious? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, not really. Actually.
8: No. <laughs> Don't go that way. You don't want to be single, Sal. So I told you. It, 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 you know. wow, In that no, moment, getting, in that moment, moment right there,
3: when you said you got a re re girl and a Cardi girl, <laughs> In that moment, I was divorced. Do you, uh, Do you sure your wife don't
8: play the Back to
3: Odyssey app? 100% not. 100 You think I'd talk like this if my wife were
8: listening? Are you out of your mind? Hey, you know if she don't get up early. Maybe the baby wakes up. You know, and
3: nah, uh, no chance. If she wakes she up early, yeah, that's what she does. She wakes up and goes to flip on the Odyssey app. I mean, the free Odyssey app. My my <laughs> mother, yes. My wife,
8: no. Oh God. So how long have you been married
3: for? Uh, jeez. Uh, I actually don't know. Two thousand seventeen. So to eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Six years. It'll be six years in May.
8: All right, so I don't wish it to nobody. I love you, but I'm not going to wish it on you. But over under 10 years.
3: Oh, come on. Over.
8: <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Um,
3: on the record or off the record? Off the record. Yeah, I can't say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
8: man. <okay. laughs> if you ever um, heard this, oh, I'm toast. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. I got the Riri. I got the I got the Cardi B girl. I got I, it's a lot of girls. Here. All
3: right. All right. Anyway, oh, what's oh. your sports point? Come on.
8: <laughs> I'll get to the... Uh, very quickly on the Jets before you let me go, but with the Giants, look as a huge Giant fan that I am not, I'm going to throw this out you Sal, and don't be surprised. I think this is a good deal. You know why? Because Daniel Jones sucks, oh, and man. you know what? I like it. You know, but you I'm... hate
3: Daniel Jones as look. much as Brett on Long Island loves Daniel Jones.
8: Yeah, and I don't know. Did you hear from him since his deal? Because I, I, I'm hearing Giant fans are losing. I'm about to delete the Twitter thing already because I have too many people that are Giant fans on here, especially in the station. And you know, I'm, they're just they were losing their mind. They were in Shane, we trust, and all. First of all, Shane was not trying to give him this money. This is ownership. John Maris Posey took over negotiations, and he wants Daniel Jones, and he was not going to let him go. Now, I was wondering how they did with Lamar, you know, as far as that non-exclusive tag, see someone offers some money. But I guess you can't do that in the regular tag. I guess they had it. I don't think you have those I don't think two options where they could tag on uh, Barkley and then give a non-exclusive to Daniel Jones. I don't know if they were able to do that. No, they just love... one. Yeah, should... yeah, that's the thing. They couldn't even do that. But I think they would have did that. and said, listen, go see what you're worth out there and come back. We'll match it. We'll match your $25 million that someone's going to offer you. Because there's nobody that would have gave them this money. And it's to me, it's embarrassing that they gave him this. And I don't know what that's going to set Burrow. Burrow's is going to get like sixty million because they can't give Burrow forty-five million. Oh no, no way! Million. No, Antonio forty million a year. But look, so the difference though
3: could be guaranteed yeah. money. You know, like Mahomes but, is getting forty-five million a year, but it's for he's getting four hundred and fifty million it's bucks, out. and I'm sure a large portion of that's guaranteed.
8: And so, before I get to the judge, real quickly, I'm going to finish it with this because I'm done with this whole James Jones thing. But the fact that you have John Pence right saying, well, if it doesn't work out, we can get out of this in two years. You just signed a guy for four years that you believe is your franchise guy, and you're ready to talk about now, if it do not work out, we can escape in two years. Like, this, if you give someone $40 million a year, you're believing you have it for four years and, and beyond that. But you're ready to talk about, well, well, maybe we can get out of this in two years if it doesn't work out. I mean, you're not still not confident that he's that he's your guy. Correct. That, that
3: that that is uh, that's, that's part of the point. That's the bigger but, picture that we're what? trying to make.
8: But he got pizzed, and I can't call him Dan, Daniel Shortchange no more because he's diving like screws McDuck in into the pot of gold. So you know what? He got his money, and I'm not going to hate on the guy getting his money, but he's not worth that. And Giant fans will be. You know, this time, you know, we'll, we'll talk fucking. And, and, yes, got giant and are going to lose it. And you but. wasted
3: no, you wasted all your time. I'm sorry, you got to get back to us, Chris. You wasted all you. We got to get an update in here. I got a lot of calls online. You went on and on and on. You said you weren't going to talk about Daniel Jones anymore, and you just kept going on and on and on. First, you started with Riri and Cardi B. You have your time has expired here. I mean, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you taking the time to call as always. But your time has expired. Raymond is calling from Monroe, Georgia. What's up, Raymond? Hey Sal, good morning. Good morning, Raymond. How are you? Uh, I didn't want to talk about Riri and Cardi B, but
5: <laughs> uh, you going to see Beyonce, Sal?
3: No, I'm not. Uh, although, you know what? Maybe I should. When is uh, she's going to be around here, or what?
5: Yeah, but you're going to have to put up your SNY check and your FBN check to go. Yeah, these, these concerts
3: right. are, they're out of control. My wife would probably love to go see Beyonce. I got to look into that. When is, uh, do you know when the, da- when the dates are? You're in Georgia. Well, how do you know when she's coming to New York? Well,
5: I'm pretty sure if she's coming here, she's going to be able to say these bands and, and Atlanta. and the tickets are like a $1,000 a piece. Ah, it's,
3: it's unbelievable. Concert yeah. ticket prices have gone through the roof.
5: Yeah, I remember going to go see Rick James back in the eighties. I only paid twenty bucks. That's it? And right. that's yeah. That's a hell of a price. Future. Yeah, that's what it was back then. Rick that, James, that that's anyone. a hell of a price. Yeah. Yeah. So I get to the sports. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the running quarterbacks you were talking about. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, you were saying that, you know, the quarterbacks are not made to run, and that's true. Because back in the seventies there was a more emphasis on the running back, which is now an endangered species.
3: Right. And, you know, there
5: was a quarterback on Chicago named Bobby Douglas, and everybody said he was crazy because he was a running quarterback. That's how rare was that quarterbacks ran back in those days.
3: Well, so I was just, you know,
5: making a point on that.
3: No, it's just, it was different, obviously, Raymond, a different time, and thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking in. It was different back then. Now, every – Almost every quarterback has either the ability to be a runner or great mobility. And if you are a pocket passer, it's like you're a dinosaur and you're useless. And this is going back to even, let's say, here in New York with Eli where the Giant fans, for a guy who won two Super Bowls, they couldn't wait to get him out of town because he couldn't move. That's a huge part of it, where you're watching – Highlights of guys around the league run all over the place. And the Giants have a statue in Eli Manning. Who, by the way, in that statue is holding up two Super Bowl trophies. But it's just because he can't move, you want him out of there. And I think that's ridiculous. There's still plenty of room for pocket passers to succeed. Now, ideally you'd like some mobility to where you know Eli couldn't even scramble. You want somebody that could at least scramble. But it's totally different the way the position has evolved to where now you have guys that thrive running the football. They're summer runners first. Daniel Jones was more of a runner last year than he is a passer.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
9: Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.